It is my pleasure to bring to you again more foods about the east side, St. Paul, Minneapolis, neighborhood surrounding areas. So thank you for again tuning in to us. And let's get right to it. So as always, the first thing that I want to talk about is, uh, you know, places that I've been to the past week. So, of course, the first place is Cask and Crew. And this was a place that I got invited to um, just on a brunch. And realizing that this is not on the east side, still, I thought it was uh, interesting to bring out um, specifically because they offer a date night um, on Wednesdays. So this would be a perfect opportunity for gentlemen out there if you have a lady that you'd like to take on a date night um, I'll talk about it a little bit more in detail but keep in mind cask and crew cask and crew they're located in Excelsior and a little bit of a drive understand understand but the food was spectacular they're located at 5185 Midville Street that's in Greenwood, Minnesota, 55331. Again, Cast and Crew. And Cast and Crew is spelled Cast and C-R-U. So it's a very unique name, but uh, you know there's a reason for that because this place, a uh, very unique venue. Um, it is, there's a theater, it's a, really a, a theater that offers restaurant eating um, as well. So the the theater is called Old Lodge Theater or Old Log. My fault. Old Log Theater. So that will, that kind of gives you an idea of what type of place this is. And in doing so, or in knowing that, um, you can kind of understand that, uh, you know, the food that's being offered there is geared toward having an enjoyable time at the venue and then going into the, the theater and seeing a show and they offer a number of different shows and so forth there but uh, for this um, it's perfect opportunity uh, to enjoy some really great food um, they're open for lunch uh, before every show or matinee um, they serve American cuisine uh, and for them, it's it's quite interesting because they have seasonal ingredients. They cook with seasonal ingredients uh, from their gardens that are on site of their property. So that's what makes it very, very unique. The food is really elegant. Uh, it's sophisticated. Even on a, on a Sunday, you know, going there for brunch, um, you could definitely appreciate this uh the artistry of the the chefs or the cooks that are preparing the meal for you the staff is awesome very so shout out to the staff there at cask and crew they uh we went there early in the morning i mean you know brunch starts at 10 o'clock we were there <laughs> at 10:01, so that gives you an idea of from the get-go 
they were ready to serve the public uh, and continuing forward throughout the rest of the day. But they were, as I said, they were very friendly. They were very helpful. So I appreciated that. Um, you know, and definitely the friends that were there with me, they appreciated um, being there. more about that in just a moment but some of the things that uh, they offer on the menu and I thought it was interesting as you could see I point on or Three of us and two of the friends um, I had gotten, they had suggested an andouille hash uh, that they offered there. So it was andouille sausage, um, potatoes, um, an arugula salad, uh, and then also a tomato uh, kind of vinaigrette or confit as they refer to it as. Uh, so it really isn't a vinaigrette, but it was just something that was um, poured over the andouille hash. But it was it was really amazing, very well prepared. Um, and again, for being so early in the morning, they were very gracious in uh, you know, making suggestions such as that. Um, when my friends ordered the, theirs, they were, I think they were they were kind of hesitant. One friend knew specifically kind of what he wanted and he ordered the beef breakfast beef wellington. So if you've never seen the breakfast beef wellington before, um, you should definitely make should definitely go on my Facebook page and make sure that you check that out. Um, it was again a delicious dish uh, that you can have either breakfast or even for lunch. I think they're kind of they're flexible when it comes to providing I don't know you know what they offer let me put it that way so when we were there uh, we did partake in you know they do offer you know be beverages for brunch <laughs> if you would so you they have a wide variety of different things to offer so we had you know, a momoso or so forth, but that's not the purpose of this show. It's about the food. <laughs> My friend uh, Warren, who also went along, so it was AJ and Warren. Warren had a eggs Benedict. Now, if you're familiar with eggs Benedict, there is normally maybe a, a, a English muffin or some type of biscuit or something that's served, and then ham, um, a, a poached egg, and um, hollandaise sauce well their version of that was a nice a bacon slice or bacon two two bacon slices if i'm not mistaken uh and then the uh, poached egg um along with uh, i believe a, a light there may have been a light uh, type of sauce that was used in it, a different version of hollandaise props that they prepared um although very very good um I think Warren felt that, you know, we probably could have had a better type of bacon, <laughs> but you know, it's understandable. We, we have different tastes and 
you know, perhaps at that time it was, you know, bacon that just got a little bit overcooked, but that's okay. It was still delicious. Trust me when I tell you that it was very delicious. And the, they were, again, they were, they were nice about it. I, I'm quite sure that if he had said that he was not too happy with it or he wanted to change something differently about it, uh, they would have been more than happy to, they were very accommodating. So again, shout out to cast and crew. When you look at the price of cast and crew, yes, it is, uh, you know, I've said it already. It's in Minnetonka. So it, it is a bit of a drive. But again, I, I'm mentioning this mainly because it might be someplace special that you would like to take a date. Um, it might even be a very, very special occasion that you'd like to um, share this you know, with with another individual, your significant other. So I, again, I'm mentioning it for that, so that you would have an option. But the prices, I, I'm just going to br bring out one or two. For instance, the dinner um, entree that you know, we weren't even having dinner or breakfast, or excuse me, uh, lunch. But the dinner entree itself, I think the most expensive thing on the menu was forty-two dollars. Uh, there may have been a $45 one, but I think that was for, that was wine. Again, we're talking about food. But the dinner entree, most expensive, is $42. Um, they offer a pasta dish that I think was around the lower end, uh, but it was pasta pomodoro, which uh, the description of it, very, it sounded delicious. Very simple, but still, sometimes all you need is just a simple dish at a, a restaurant nothing uh, extremely nothing much about it uh in this case it was it for the pasta pomodora it is angel hair heirloom tomatoes garlic and basil so again uh, they describe it as being a place where it's something on the menu for every taste and budget and i have to agree with that i really do have to agree with that so again keep in mind it's american cuisine um, it, it's a very nice place and brunch for cast and crew is served from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, and Monday and Tuesday they're closed so keep that in mind you know, they keep that available for private events um, Wednesday as I talked about earlier is an awesome time to have um, a brunch uh, excuse me uh, a date night they have a date night special every Wednesday so it changes every Wednesday so to keep up with you know that special uh what that special is for that particular wednesday make sure you check out cask and crew on their facebook page um and they'll be able to tell you items that are on the menu and again for twenty dollars a person um you get a three course meal and you really can't beat that so definitely folks check out cast and crew uh, another place that I've gone to, which I, I've been to this place many, many times before. It was, well, n not many times. I've driven past it many times. Let me rephrase that. Uh, correct that. We, it is Max Fish and Chips. Now, I had tried, before, when I first came to Minneapolis, uh, Max Fish and Chips. 
And, you know, I thought, okay, this is a really cool place. I have to remember to come back. So year after year, I'm driving by this place. I got to stop. I got to stop. Well, I made the decision to stop one day uh, after work. And it was, I needed to, (laughs) I needed something really, I know that was going to be good and I hadn't had in quite a while. So this was definitely the place to stop. And it's in the neighborhood. Um, It's located on Larpenter and Hamlin. So you might, it's not really considered Eastside St. Paul, but again, we're providing you with suggestions that are around the neighborhoods or local locally that you could drive nearby and not have to travel a, a really long distance. So Mac and Max Fish and Chips, they are located uh, directly on Larpenter and Hamlin. And the food uh, at um, Max Fa- uh, Max Fish and Chips is amazing. I've mentioned it to others and the first thing that they you know, ask, well, what did you have? Uh, I know for myself, I like all kinds of fish. I don't think there's a fish that I don't like. I don't think. <laughs> but I had the halibut. Nice piece of fish, flaky. The way that they prepared it, golden uh, crust. Uh, and just the flavor was, it's mild, but it has a very distinct uh, flavor that is different from other fish that they also offer, and just any fish in general. Um, but again, you get a large portion of that. And I, you could, again, if you visit the Umbuji Foodie, uh, my Facebook page, you'll see a number of photos that I've taken regarding the, um, the dishes uh, that I ordered and that I had. Of course, for the money, the quantity uh, and that you get for the food that you get there is is on point. I really have to say, and I think anyone that has been there will really understand that um, the fish that and seafood that they just put out. um, It's a small building, but they really uh, know how to, you know, make their customers feel welcome. Um, they have a little small patio that you could sit outdoors, but on the inside, it's nice and warm. Again, I meant, as I mentioned, it's small and warm because they're cooking and doing other things as well. But this will give you that coziness, that homey feel, uh, you know, about Max Fish and Chips. So again, they are located on Larpenter and uh, Hamlin. Um, and the direct address, I believe, is uh, on my Facebook page as well. If not, um, I think I may have. I think I left it on there. Somebody tell me if I did. <laughs> but awesome place to have a really good fish or chips. And at first, I never really understood about the chips before I really came to Minnesota. Um, so I chips i'm like okay are these really chips they're french fries folks so if you're not familiar with them don't get confused about what (laughs) max fish and chips are but i think most minnesotans here they they know about uh you know fish and chips Um, there are a number of other places that i would love to go to um that i'm gonna have to go to that i've been to in the past but for the show i would like to showcase um, and just to call out a few sea salt uh, so many that know sea salt um, 
you know, they tell me, hey, you need to go there. That's one of the places that you should showcase. Another place is uh, Anchor Fish and Chips. Um, and it has a very distinct uh, logo of Anchor. So um, I've been I've been there before and really need to go back. So, you know, I think it's going to be that upcoming event that I'm planning that may involve having a guest such as you to come out and enjoy a lunch or dinner with the Ambuji foodie. Now I'll talk about that a little bit later in the show, but for right now, I want to continue on and talking about, you know, uh, our regular topics that we talk about. And I'm always referring to farm foods or uh, farmers markets within your local area. Uh, please make sure that you're going out and supporting your local farmers um, at the farmers markets. Um, they put forth a lot of effort and want to bring you good quality uh, produce and meats and eggs and cheese and dairy products. So please go out and make sure that you're doing that and uh, supporting your local communities. Because, again, keep in mind that these are farms that are within uh, the area or a designated area that is near to St. Paul or to Minneapolis. Uh, so they have a requirement that they cannot be distances away in bringing in those fruits and vegetables and so on. So please uh, make sure that uh, you are going out and supporting. Uh, I wanted to mention, as always, like I always do, the farmers markets that are available today uh, and of course tomorrow um, as you're familiar perhaps with St. Paul St. Paul has a farmer's market that's downtown lower town um, that's located in fifth and wall uh, and if you're not familiar if you're new to the area or you just want to find out what currently is uh, in season or what you could probably still find out at the farmer's market uh, you can always go to Minnesota Grown.com and find out uh, what the seasonal items are. Uh, but just to name off a few, they do offer fruits and vegetables, uh, bedding, bedding plants, shrubs, herbs, um, definitely poultry, fish, wild rice. Uh, again, a number of different uh, items um, you know, for your food tastes. Uh, but they also offer crafts. So, you know, if you're interested in uh, doing a bit of crafting or finding out what the, the local artisans are doing with their crafts, uh, definitely stop by the St. Paul uh, Farmer's Market. They do take uh, EBT. Uh, they take many of the vendors take cards. Of course, cash is widely accepted. Uh, right now, the farmer's market is going is ongoing until November 20th. So Saturdays, they are available from 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. Again, from Saturday, 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then Sundays from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. So again, keep that in mind, you know, when you want to go to the farmer's market. Um, I know some friends just recently went to the farmer's market and uh, he's Italian and he likes to do his own cooking. So I appreciate, um, you know, he and his husband um, being willing to invite me over and allow me to participate in that as well. So 
what <laughs> so th thanks for always including me and um having me participate in preparing your sauces um and any other canning they, uh, among other friends that i i know as well um they are ones that have also uh, involved me in the canning process there are uh, friends that are in line of lakes love them very much and they showed me the process or started to show me the process of canning they've always given me canning canned items preserves um some vegetables um friends that are around the corner boo boo and the two bears yay there you go um they love to can as well and they i would have to say that they themselves are, are artisans when it comes to canning uh, i don't get a chance to see them as often so we need to get together you guys and do some canning i would actually like to participate even more about the canning process so hopefully hopefully we i will see them soon uh, the friends that are doing the italian cooking sean and jim shout out to you guys diane we they got i i, I want to say i don't know how many pounds of roma tomatoes and for me it's a it's very therapeutic to be in the kitchen cooking and it might seem like a lot of work, but when you're done completing, uh, going through the process of peeling tomatoes, boiling them down, uh, he has a, a, a certain technique that he does about getting the flesh out of tomatoes and because he wants his tomato sauce to be just right. And that's understandable. You know, I appreciate that about uh, a, you know, a, a, one, a cook, but then... I don't have many Italian friends and the ones that that I do have here, they're giving me showing me an authentic way to actually <laughs> authentic way to uh, prepare this uh, and have it canned. And I, I'm going to have to I'm, I'm not going to have to steal it. But he said he's going to offer me a jar or a, 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 I think it's a pint. Yeah because he's done them in quartz recently. So I'm only one individual, so I don't need a lot of it. Anyway, I totally went off track, but I, I went there because they purchased a lot of tomatoes. And at the farmer's market, it gives you an opportunity to do that. You know, you don't just have to buy a small batch uh, if you're you know, going to be making salsa or whatnot. You could buy larger batches, uh, larger poundage, if you would, uh, and do canning. I'm only one individual, so the canning process, I don't know about. I, I, I can't say that I would be able to do the canning. I mean, what am I going to do with all that, with all that, that food? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm quite sure I could give it away. I could make salsa definitely make salsa <laughs> i know it's the, the the dilemmas of being a single individual but you know sometimes being the unbougie foodie and being single helps because you're able to go to these certain areas and not have to worry about someone trying to feed the masses you're just one person going out and enjoying food even if it's by yourself and 
being able to talk about it on a show like this, The Unbougie Foodie. That's what I do, folks. That's what I do. Anyway, uh, if you want to find out more uh, what items are in season, um, as I mentioned, you can go to Minnesota Grown and they have uh, a chart that tells you the average peak season for the fruits and vegetables that are available at the farmer's market, but not just at any farmer's market, just you know what is in season at any farmer's market. Uh, again, this is minnesotagrown.com. Um, uh, and you could find out that information online. So uh, definitely don't hesitate to go to them and uh, you know find out, you know, hey, you want to find out are apples available, are eggs available, uh, or eggplant, Brussels sprouts, so on and so forth. Uh, you could definitely find that information out on Minnesota Grown, a very helpful website. So um, make use of it. Uh, St. Paul Farmer's Market is open today. They're open tomorrow. Um, in St. Paul, St. Paul has a farmer's another farmer's market as well that's open uh, or available on Saturday. Uh, this one, it's at the corner of Stryker and uh, George Street. Uh, and the description of the farmer's market, as with any farmer's market, but this one, um, they're saying that they offer a variety of affordable, locally grown and organic fruits and vegetables. Uh, organically raised chicken and eggs, homemade hot sauces, jams, jellies, and so on and so forth. So um, as I mentioned, they take a wide variety of um, payments for products um, and they offer music and entertainment and even food demonstrations. That goes all the way till October 8th. And again, they are available eight on Saturdays from 8.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. So farmer's markets, folks. Please look out for, be supportive of them. Go out there and make sure that uh, you get some vegetables. You know, sometimes you need to, instead of going out to a restaurant, you could stay home and cook a really attractive meal for your family. <laughs> so it's not, again, it's not always a going out to a restaurant. Um, that's why we talk about the different variety of foods uh, or variety of opportunities that you have for food whether it be going to a farmer's market cooking it yourself um, going out to a restaurant getting together with friends uh, I've always said food brings people together and I'm not the person that came up with that I'm just saying that I know for myself as well as with my friends and with my family um, just to get together and to prepare a meal cutting up vegetables, preparing meat. Um, it brings people together. You get to talk and laugh and enjoy each other's company. So, you know, cooking, using the farmer's market, produce, meats, eggs, and so forth. Go out there, cook up some food. Make sure that if you do, please contact the unbougie foodie at the unbougie foodie at gmail.com and let me know what you did, you know, I might be able to talk about it on, on the next show. You never know. You might have your recipe on the show and it would be showcased. You know, please make sure that, you know, if you have questions, uh, you can contact me on Facebook. Please look for me, the Unbougie Foodie. 
you could reach out to me by either Instagram or Twitter. Instagram is the underscore unbougie foodie. Twitter is at unbougie foodie. So you have all these different avenues to get in contact with me. Share the food, share your knowledge, share what you know. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, hearing from any of my audience uh, out there. Please make sure that you are checking out those uh, different formats and social media. Uh, if you have questions about topics uh, or places that I've showcased or talked about on the show, I'm more than happy to talk to you further about it. Um, as I mentioned, in an upcoming event, I would like to offer the opportunity of some of my audience members or audience listeners, that is, to have a sit down, either a dinner or lunch with me. So more details are going to be upcoming that will be on my Facebook page, as well as other avenues of social media that I'll detail. But it will give you an opportunity to know me a little bit better, aside from hearing me on the radio, of course. Again, WEQY 104.7 gives us the opportunity to share this knowledge uh, or the experiences that we have going to restaurants uh, or food places. But I also want to be engaging to the audience uh, listeners also. So please feel free to get in contact with me and ask questions. Uh, look out for that information on uh, having a dinner or lunch with me. And, uh, you know, again, that may turn into you also being on the radio with me as a guest host, sharing your experience, understanding that, hey, I've gone out with the Ambuji foodie. Let me give my opinion, too, about the place that we've gone to. Or if you just want to even offer some information about a new restaurant or someplace that you feel that uh, we should be visiting and um, bringing or showcasing on uh, the next episode, please feel free to do so. Uh, again, you can find me uh, on Facebook, The Unbougie Foodie. Uh, definitely Twitter and Instagram. And then, of course, you can always email any type of suggestions or questions to the unbougie foodie at gmail.com. That is, once again, the unbougie foodie at gmail.com. On a weekly basis, it seems like I'm always giving you all some suggestions as to. A Groupon. So, you know, this segment is going to, is going to, I've been calling this get your Groupon. So d don't, don't feel that, you know, it's always going to be about, you know, just restaurants uh, that I talk about. I'm giving you an opportunity too to go out and enjoy some places and uh, finding a, a great spot. So the first one that I want to talk about um, for Get Your Groupon is at Wild Boar. Uh, Wild Boar is located in the Maplewood, Oakdale area. They are located at uh, 950 Helena Avenue North. That's Oakdale, uh, Minnesota 55128. 
and the options that they have available uh, it says up to 45% off and you got to keep in mind that you know with Groupons as you know they are limited so you got to be you have to jump on them when you can and right now it says that it's for a limited time and I've not been there but I'm giving you the opportunity to uh, experience it and then like I mentioned before, you could contact me and let me know, hey, this is a really great place. Uh, why not think about showcasing it? Uh, or even, you know, if you'd like to indicate, hey, I'd like to you know, share a review or give your opinion on the place. I'm more than happy to share that with, um, you know, the audience. So please, um, you know, check out the Wild Boar. Uh, they're groupon is it says the options are eleven dollars for twenty dollars for lunch uh it's a valid for from 11 a.m to 3 p.m so that's a twenty dollar value uh the other option that they have available is seventeen dollars for thirty dollars towards dinner um that's valid after 4 p.m which is a thirty dollar value um they are they're they're a homey spot is what they said um, you know, they offer uh, modern, classic comfort foods. Uh, and now, mind you, as their name suggests, wild boar, they offer a wild boar brats, shredded pork, uh, in Jack Daniel sauce. So, I, I like everything about that right there. I've not been there, so I can't say, hey, the food is awesome, but... I look forward to going places like this because it is within the neighborhood or someplace that's locally accessible. Uh, so if you're interested in just having a lunch or dinner uh, within the Maplewood or Oakdale area, check out Wild Boar. And you know, they, <laughs> they said that it's all about feeding your wild side. So uh, that sounds interesting. And I'm going to have to save that. And if nobody gets there before I do, I'm going to talk about it on my next show. So make sure that you're, you take advantage of that. I do have another one that I want to mention. It is a pub, uh, pub food and drinks at, at the Hog's Breath. Okay, now I know about the Hog's Breath. The Hog's Breath is... It, it is a bar. It is a bar. But you can actually get food there. And I've done that. I have eaten there. It was some time ago. Um, I don't go out to a bar often. But this place was, it was, it was okay. It was good. Um, the food was good. And they all right now have a Groupon available for it. And as I mentioned, you got to remember all of these are limited time so if you miss the opportunity to get a groupon um you know for in this case the hog's breath or the wild boar or any other groupon uh, keep looking out there are always a wide variety of different foods and restaurants that are in the local area that groupon uh, offers and suggests uh, that you should go to so don't ignore that that's for sure don't ignore them. But for the Hog's Breath, the two options that they have, uh, $19 for $30 worth of pub food and drinks. So that could be a, wide, a number of different uh, food fares, fries, appetizers, um, some drinks, if you would, 
I, I'd say, you know, soft drinks, uh, lemonade, Coke products, you know, Sprite, Seven Up, so on and so forth. So, again, you even if you're not going there really to participate in alcoholic beverages, you could go there for you know some actual pub food uh, that will be filling, and you'll get it at a really great price. So I mentioned that there are two options. So that first one, again, that one was for $19 for $30 worth of pub food. The other one is $39 for $60 worth of pub food. Now, that's a lot <laughs> because uh, $60 worth of food, uh, you might as well just say, hey, I, myself and a bunch of friends are going to go to Hog's Breath and have a really great meal for $40. We're going to have $60 worth of food come on now um i think that even if somebody if four people got together and said here's ten dollars each and you all go there and just <laughs> pig out <laughs> you can really enjoy yourself you know you'll have food you'll have drinks uh and the atmosphere is it's pretty fun um i have not seen the lobster vending machine but they are advertising it and I know that there's another place that does a similar type of lobster vending. Uh, it's not anything to be worried about or concerned. Uh, they are doing it very humanely. Uh, they are not abusing any of the shellfish that are in the, the vending machine, if you would. So um, no need to worry about that. I don't think I, I really don't think that I could uh, talk about a, a place that harms animals in that nature. I mean, just for the entertainment or show uh, for people uh, or for their guests. I'm not that type of foodie. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I, I just couldn't. But again, if you'd like to go to Hog's Breath, they are located at 2504 Rice Street. Uh, that is St. Paul, Minnesota, 55113. Again, uh, Hog's Breath, they are located at 2504 Rice Street at St. Paul, Minnesota, 55113. So that's your Groupons, folks. Uh, there's a whole bunch more Groupons out there, but, you know, I, we got a limited time for the Ambuji Foodie, and I'm trying to make sure that I we cover a number of different areas so that you could get a feel of what's out there. What can I go do today? What can I go eat today? I should say, uh, or what can I plan to go eat? Well, that's what we're doing. We're trying to give you as many options as possible without inundating you with, man, there's a whole lot of information. <laughs> so not to worry, but uh, along the lines of what next or what should I do uh, for maybe the upcoming week? Well, for this one, it's going to be the upcoming weekend. So the, not this weekend because we're already in it, but the upcoming weekend. Um, I'm quite sure that everyone within the city probably has heard about ramen. You've enjoyed it in some type of form or fashion and we're not talking about top ramen you know like or you know um, 
you know the packaged ramen we're actually talking about going to a restaurant or a specific restaurant that serves ramen itself and a place that i know that i have gone to and enjoyed uh zen box which is on uh, washington um avenue near south uh minneapolis um they are actually hosting and they've hosted it i think this is probably their fourth or fifth year possibly hosting um this event it is called ramen attack uh artisan uh, edition it's 2016 ramen attack again hosted by zenbox that's going to be on sunday september 25th at uh, 2016 it'll be from 12 to 5 p.m and they say rain or shine now rain or shine i know last year i participated in this uh event um i was a volunteer and helped you know do setup and so forth it's a great event it is an awesome event it will be located at uh mill city museum uh that address is 704 south second street in minneapolis minnesota uh, 55401 again that's Mill City Museum 704 South 2nd Street uh, in Minneapolis and so you're probably wondering okay well what really is ramen attack ramen attack it's one of the biggest or largest ramen events that the Midwest has it's a festival for all kinds all ages uh, young old um, it really is just celebrating a combination of Japanese food and Twin Cities food culture. Uh, bringing them together, uh, it is local as well as international celebrity chefs that are they're giving you a taste of the type of foods that they offer either in their restaurant or what they're coming up with uh, for their for their restaurant. Uh, uh, and just and street food, street snacks is what they were, what they call it. Um, but all of them there. Again, I always use the word food artist because they come up with these creative ideas on how to do a specific type of dish. Now, again, being that it is called ramen attack, you're going to be having ramen. So there will be bowls of ramen and I'll explain you know, what type of food and, and beverages and so forth in just a moment. But again, to give you uh, even a further idea of uh, how this is, is again, these uh, artists and chefs, they come together uh, for a really great cause. Um, it's a Minnesota-based nonprofit organization. You probably are familiar with it. Uh, it is the Children's Cancer Research Fund. So at this event, um, you know, as a whole, they're donating the net proceeds from the food and beverages that are sold at this event um, to that organization. So, yes, there is a fee, of course, to get in, which uh, is $45. But again, it's with food and beverages uh, that you know, that $45 pays for. But again, considering that it is for a great and awesome cause, um, that's what, you know, is, is really important. But they offer a, a wide variety of entertainment. Um, there are, let's see. Uh, oh, the food, the type of food. That's what I was going to mention is, so for that $45, you get two ramen tickets, so that means that you could go to two of the five uh, ramen chefs, you know, at their stations uh, and again, get a bowl of ramen. Um, you'll get a, a, a street snack ticket 
uh, that street snack. It could be anything, really. I, I, last year, I was Brussels sprouts, um, shredded Brussels sprouts um, with, uh, I believe, bacon and cilantro and... Um, it was drizzled in a sauce, but again, it, it, it changes year by year what these street snacks are. The same thing with ramen, so it's not the same. There's no real same ramen that's being ever served. Ramen is is done in such an artistic way, an artistic fashion. There is no one chef that is going to provide you with the same ramen at another station or another booth or at another restaurant so again that's the reason why i call them um food artists because you know they come up with these uh very interesting but tasty uh type of ramen um items um so again those tickets are going to give you an opportunity to taste all those different types but again, you have know that it's only two ramen tickets. Again, I got to bring that out. Even though there are five uh, different um, chefs that are going to have stations there, you only are going to have two uh, ramen tickets um, that you'll uh, be able to freely get a, a bowl of ramen. Um, again, with that ticket, you'll get two beverage tickets. So that will be soda or any uh, type of uh, fountain type drinks. Uh, there are there will be alcoholic beverages there as well. You know, you have to be 21 and older to get those um, You know, they'll be asking for wristbands and so on, but you know, hey um, It's again. It is a, a an event for a wide range of ages um, young old um, and I Can't remember if last year, but this year they had now they have one dessert ticket Can't remember if that was available last year but anyway, that is ramen attack. Uh, you can definitely make purchases um, 